Hey guys, who wants free money? Um, I'm asking that because our partners over at Nitrogen Sports is giving away entries into the NFL Survivor Pool, which you can win free money. Um, I know you guys heard us talk about them uh, in the past few episodes. Very good partners of ours. They support our show. But if you guys go over to our website, eatsleepfantasy.com, you click on the banner for Nitrogen Sports, sign up for an account, and not only do you get into the free Survivor Pool, but then you also get into secret pools uh, for our listeners and uh, listeners of other of other shows. So you have really good chances of signing up uh, to one of these Survivor Pools and uh, winning some nice money to bet for the rest of the season because I know you guys all love to gamble because you're listening to our show and, and we love to gamble. So um, if you guys don't know who Nitrogen Sports are, they are the number one Bitcoin betting website in the universe uh, on Nitrogen Sports, you can bet on uh, everything from baseball, basketball, cricket, esports, and of course football and, and a few others. Make sure you go check them out. Go to the banner on our website, click on it, and uh, yeah, check them out. They, uh, they're really easy to use, really easy to take money in and out using Bitcoin. That's really simple if you've never done it before. Uh, I'm pretty new to it, and I figure it out, so I know you guys will. Uh, so don't forget, go to our website, click on the banner for Nitrogen Sports, sign up, get into those free NFL survival pools. Super easy to do. Even if you've never even done a survival pool, what's the risk? You're you're basically you know playing for free anyway, so, and you're going to win money. Check it out. Go to our website, click on the banner, and uh, enjoy it. Appreciate it, you guys. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, We've got another special episode in store with you today. Uh, We've got Jimmy Maverick back. How you doing, Jimmy? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, man. I got to say, I am... I am excited that I finally get to draft some teams this weekend. Yes, uh, it has been a lot of teams have already um, already started to draft, and you know I'd say a little more than half of uh, of leagues have already drafted. But this is still another big fantasy football draft week and weekend, um, and so we're going to be doing another mock draft here today using. Your website, fantasyfootballmaverick.com, and your kind of your software, your algorithm, your baby that you've created in my perfect fantasy draft. We're going to be using that to help us do a mock draft. But this mock draft's a little bit different. The scoring is we're going to keep it really real. And tell us a little bit about this because we're kind of mocking for a league that you're going to be doing, right? That's right. Tomorrow night, I've got a uh, draft in a high stakes league. It's the Fantasy Football Players Championship League. Um, so what it is, is it is a, uh, it's a PPR league, but they give one and a half points per reception for tight ends. There are right. two flex positions, not super flex, just regular flex positions along with, you know, two running back, two wide receiver slots, one tight end slot. So the, uh, availability of, uh, uh, viable players is greatly increased. Uh, you know, the tight ends, especially huge boost with that extra half point per reception, so yep. we'll have to look at that. And um, 
we're going to use, you know, my perfect fantasy draft to help us pick players. And I actually have created a PPR with tight ends getting one and a half points per reception nice. list. So let's go ahead and start that. Yeah. Um, do you want to engage Jimmy's recommended player filters? I'm just going to say no. I want to see everybody on the list here for this. And okay. we're going to be doing um, – it is a 12-team league, and I get to pick second. So I guess that's the first question, man. Who should I go with first? I am personally thinking, because I'm, I'm guessing Saquon will be number one off the board. My favorite player is Alvin Kamara because it's no drama Kamara this season. There is, like, no drama – from the Saints, uh, from the Saints team, they are all business. They are focused. They are going to make it to the Super Bowl this year, and they're going to do it any way they can. So um, that's why I'm thinking that Kamara is my best choice. But tell me why I'm wrong. So I love Kamara here, and I I might lean if we were later in this round, um, I would actually really start looking at the tight end position. Uh, like we talked a little bit earlier, but before we got the show started, I had a very similar draft to the format for the FFPC. Hopefully I did that right. Yes. Yes. That's right. Um, in the SFB, the Scott Fishbowl, where they have the tight end premium, point and a half per reception. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, they have an additional um, bonus for tight ends uh, for first downs. It gets ridiculous in some of these leagues, some of the bonuses that you get. And I actually, I think I picked from the six or seven spot in the first round, I took Travis Kelsey. So I went back and I looked at some of the stats from last year and Travis Kelsey finished um, pretty close, you know, to scoring for a lot of the top wide receivers, right? So you just take that in and of itself. He's worth that first round pick. Then you add on to that the positional advantage, right? How much is he going to be outscoring similar guys? How much more is Travis Kelsey worth in this league than an Austin Hooper later? And the difference is astronomical when you're right. looking at the number of catches. So um, it's worth taking that advantage when you're going to win that position by a large margin every week, right? That's yeah, why I, a lot of times we wait on quarterback because you only need one Right, positional advantage is maybe a point, two points every week. The positional advantage of having Travis Kelsey is going to probably be double digits every week, and it, it's a position that we're, we're we might be able to flex. We might be able to do a lot of things with. So it's super valuable in this kind of league. And this is a big kind of league. This is uh, you know, starting to get into the big money. It's a big, uh, you know, kind of. Uh, promoted thing out there i know it's uh big with the football guys and, and and other people that that we collaborate every once in a while so uh this is a fun format that you're doing here and i think travis kelsey is very valuable that being said i love alvin kamara and he's my pick <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and you know like i said overall i do have travis kelsey ranked ranked tops overall according to my vork score um and his overall value rank because of that bonus on the receptions is third overall he's the third most valuable player in the league um so there is absolutely a case to be making but here's what i'm thinking i would like to wait and maybe uh we can grab uh Ertz or kittle in the second or third round who also offer extremely good value um yes. and uh, i believe i would be able to get them if we want to go that route, um, they're obviously not as good as Kelsey, but they're very close. So, so oh, look, it's us. It already went to us. So I'm just going to take uh, Kamara first just because. Uh, who got picked first? Kelsey? 
Uh, um, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey got taken first. Yeah. Okay. So Kamara's good. Uh, in, that, in that spot, I probably might have taken Barkley. Um, I would, uh, but either way, you're splitting, splitting hairs. Uh, I think those are my one, two uh, in all formats. There's Barkley, Kamara. So splitting hairs there. Love those two guys um, in this format. Kelsey would definitely be one of my top five guys. Like yeah. And, and he, you know, I mean, Barkley, I'm a little bit down on Barkley just because, I mean, you look at the team situation between the Giants and, and yeah. New Orleans, and it's not even close, right? Absolutely I'm, I'm agree. I'm really feeling that, that if someone's going to bust in the top five, and by bust, I mean he's just going to be a disappointment like, you know, like David Johnson was last year. You know, he was drafted second. He ended up being the 10th best running back, and everybody was pissed just because it costs so much draft capital to get him and he just didn't do as good as everyone thought. I just have a feeling that that's going to happen to Barkley this year. I don't have any fears like that about Kamara. He is so damn good. And that team is so good. We don't have to worry about it. Um, I love what you said. Second round, you can see Zach Ertz is the top pick for, for this round. And, And you can see Zach Ertz, his value rank is 13th overall because of the tight end bonus. So he is extremely valuable. And I love the idea of, of going with Ertz. He, he is actually being picked 28th overall in this sort of a league. And I'm, I'm going to kind of restrict ourselves on the tight ends that we're going to have to take them when the app recommends it, as opposed to when they're actually available on the board, just to reflect that people are going to be taking tight ends earlier. This um, is where the app becomes useful because people are probably not realizing how valuable tight ends are going to be in your draft. And then you bring in the software, which, you know, if you, if you go back and look at, I'm, I'm going to use SFB because that's what I I know and you're doing the FFPC. If you go back and look at S, SFB, the tight ends are what tend to win your league along with the running backs. And so that we, we got to, bring that in and your software is clearly showing us that right now um, that that has to be our focus. Right. So I would love if we can, if we fingers crossed can get either Ertz or Kittle yep. uh, in the back around two, that to me would be a, a gold mine for us. Yeah, absolutely. Our season uh, with those tight end targets, Kittle 136 last year. Um, that's another one that I would be, thrilled to have and I, I would be ecstatic if we could get um george kittle also on our team uh or yeah or, i mean he's right? he's definitely the best receiver on that team so he will right. continue to perform extremely well for that offense the other one i want to mention here mike evans who is a long shot he's typically going to pick 22 we're pick 23 so he's like less than a 50 50 shot to make it to us but if he does he also offers tremendous value and i would the coup d'etat would be mike evans and two at two zach ertz at three um that would be a, an amazing trifecta of team uh, of players to start this league um but i'm guessing that evans will probably be gone which means i want to go running back and if we look at running backs uh, you got Dalvin Cook as a long shot as the top-rated one. Then we got Leonard Fournette, Carryon Johnson, Josh Jacobs, Damian Williams. There's, I mean, there's so many good names here. Um, do you have a particular favorite for your second or third pick for running backs? Who, who really stands out for you? Of the guys that you have listed um, here, if we are able to um, potentially luck out with um, one of those two guys that you mentioned um, in either Ertz or or uh, 
uh, Dalvin Cook is the one that stands out to me the most here. Um, just because you got a running back that can do it all. Again, like Alvin Kamara, you got another running back that's going to be catching passes, um, running, scoring touchdowns, doing everything. And there's not too much in the way of competition for Dalvin Cook this year like we had in previous seasons. Um, he seems like he's healthy. He seems like he's ready to go. He showed us that with a very quick, beautiful 80-plus yard run in the preseason. Um, yeah, that was great. What, what is your feelings about Madison, though? What do you think, um, what do you think Madison's role in this offense is going to be? So I, I really feel like Alexander Madison's role is really just a relief role. He's just there to make sure that Dalvin Cook doesn't wear down throughout the season, and that's it. It is Dalvin Cook's season. I think they're going to give him the ball and say, take this and do what you can with it. I'm a believer in the Vikings offense, which a lot of people are are wary of because of Kirk Cousins. I think they just have so many weapons there that I – have no fear that this offense will be able to move the ball and move the ball well. Um, you, you've you've just got too much on that offense in Diggs, in Thielen, in Cook to say, hey, this is going to be limited by an average NFL quarterback. I I don't I I think Kirk Cousins will be good this year. I think he's is something that's being under underrated, um, and I'm not worried about Dalvin Cook at all. I like him. Um, and I don't think Madison is, is an issue. My only concern is you got to stay healthy, Dalvin. You got to stay on the field. That's the only concern for me with Dalvin Cook. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, Dalvin Cook just got taken. Uh, we knew he was a long shot anyway, so not really surprising that he didn't make it. But you can see Mike Evans did make it. Zach so Ertz, Leonard Fournette, David Montgomery all still on the board. Uh, the, obviously, the best value right now is Ertz. I bet you we could wait till the third round yes. to grab him, though. Here's where strategy comes into play. Right. There's two tight ends on the board and only one person picking between us and our next pick. So right. we should take Mike Evans, and we're guaranteed to get one of those two guys in our elite tier of tight ends. Yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's the best choice here. I, it's so, doubtful that they'll go back-to-back tight ends. It's, it's unlikely, so we get... Mike Evans, and we probably get one of our tight ends, and we start our team with Kamara at our RB1, Mike Evans at our wide receiver one, and one of the premium tight ends, fingers crossed. Yeah, and and just to let you know, um, my placement for Kittle is actually um, – he is going before Ertz, and so I'm already projecting him to be gone on this sort of a league, so – Ertz would have been the only one. If he was the only one that was still on the board, would you have taken him second or would yes. you have waited? No, I would have taken him second in this. In you this would have? Okay. Yes. Um, all I right. So the top, I want one of the top three guys here. I am, I almost always shy away from tight end except for in this format. Right. This right. Format. Sure. I'm getting one of the top three guys almost guaranteed. And I got to say, you know, going with the elite running back, elite wide receiver, elite tight end is a great and very viable strategy for fantasy. I have won two championships in the past four seasons using that strategy, and those those teams are hard to beat. They're very competitive um, just because you have the advantage at three key positions. Um, It's a good strategy for auction as well, right? Spend Spend a little bit more to get those three elite guys and then fill in your roster later with guys who maybe you would have uh, reached for a little bit in a snake draft, but you can get at a value in an auction draft. So Right, 
Right. Now uh, we're heading into the fourth and fifth round. I think we got to go back to running backs because again, they just thin out so quickly and you can already see that, you know, who's, who are the best options? Well, Kenyon Drake, who's injured and I really don't want anything to do with him right now because there's rumors that he might be traded uh, to um, um, Houston, right? I, that's one of the things like right. trade bait for, for Clowney. Uh, right. But uh, Marlon Mack, who slipped substantially, man, he's fallen nearly 20 points on draft position because of the luck retirement. I love that because I love that offensive line. I think that team is still going to be very productive. Um, Philip Lindsay, Tariq Cohen, Austin Eckler, you know, we got, again, these choices are not the best. Duke Johnson, there's Sony Michelle, Darius Geis. Who are you thinking? Who, who would you... Who would you really like to have? I mean, I, I got to say, for me, Marlon Mack, if he makes it to us, he's a long yeah. shot. But if he makes it to us, I'd love to have him as our, our RB2. I think he'd be great RB2 at this point. I think that's perfect because Marlon Mack went from borderline RB1, right? He was going in that 12 to 15 range for most people. And he slipped to the point where he is an RB2. At that point, he, he should be very comfortable for anybody taking him because you've you've – You've already got the risk built in. Let's not forget that when Marlon Mack started last year, in the seven games that he was a starter, I think he was the top scoring running back, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so he was great while he was on the field. Obviously, he has to hold up. We got to see how the offense works with Jacoby Brissett. But they've got some weapons there. They've got a great offensive line. I'm not sure the loss of Andrew Luck is – Going for, people are acting like they're, they're going from the best quarterback in the league to the worst quarterback in the league. Now, obviously, there's a substantial difference between Luck and Brissett, but Brissett should be good enough for this offense to continue to be able to move the ball to still be uh, a top half of the league offense, and Mac's still going to get his yards and touchdowns. Does he take a hit? Sure, but as an RB2 with this type of team, I, I think – you can be super comfortable with it. I'd love to see who's going to be on the board when it comes to us. Yeah. Um, but of the guys listed there, he's my favorite. And, and uh, just if I could add something, you know, the, the Colts in general are a substantially better team than they were the last time Brissett was the quarterback and went four and 11. And I think the stain of that four and 11 season that he had is really weighing down all these players substantially. And, and you can also see on the recommendations, T.Y. Hilton has also fallen to this point in the draft as well. He's fallen like 20 points as well on, on the draft board. Um, I think they're both great values at this point. Um, they give you positive value relative to the draft position and will will all be very viable for your fantasy team. And, and, Jacoby Brissett, I think he's actually a sneaky last-round pick. If you want to take like a second running back, I'm sorry, a second quarterback, um, he might be a great choice for that. I mean, just the coaching is so much better. The team is so much better. The offensive line, the defense, all the skill positions improved. Everything is better on that team than it was three seasons ago. So um, I got to say, you take advantage of this stuff when it comes to you. Gotcha. Um, Do you – factor in uh where do you go with risk here on your second running back right because you went on your first running back you went solid no risk there's no risk at all with Alvin Kamara right 
how do you feel about risk at your second running back position? Let's say Melvin Gordon was still on the board, which he's not, but let's say he was on the board. How risk adverse do you feel when you kind of already have some of the pieces in place, but we're in round four, let's say, are you taking him there? Um, you know, obviously at this point in the draft, when you're looking at these running backs, these are all like low end RB twos, flex, flex positions, you know, flex players. Um, that's what the, that's what value is left on the board. And, and you can see actually Marlon Mack did not make it back to us. He got taken. Um, right. David Montgomery, one of my choices from the prior round did not make it back. That's not surprising. Um, right. huge gap, but, but look who's left, you know, so you got Sony, Michelle, Kenyon Drake, Duke Johnson, Phil Lindsay, who I do like, um, you know, I think Darius guys maybe has some upside. Sony Michelle's such a risk. I mean, the New England running backs, you know how Belichick plays that position. And you know, you know how he screws fantasy players every right. way he can. <laughs> so and, do you begin to look at other positions here? Because there's no, for me, there's no like amazing um, standout, running back there I do like Sonny right. Michelle because of I think the volume of touches for the running back position for New England will be much higher than what we're used to and so that will mitigate kind of the unpredictability of game plan um, but do you start to look at some of the other positions and see where can we get the most value especially since we started with uh, one one and one yeah, and, and I got to say, I, I don't have Michelle. Look, we got 20 seconds to make a decision here. Boy, I th you know, again, when I look at these guys up here, I, I think I got to go Lindsey just because he's a great player, and I think he's going to be a key part of that offense. I just can't pull the trigger on Sony Michelle just because of his, his injury history and, you know, his um, – you know, just the backfield being as crowded as it is. I've, I'm, I'm big on Damian Harris. I think Damian Harris is going to make some noise this year, and I'd be much more inclined to take him late and see what happens as opposed to take a gamble on Sony and just find yourself getting burned. You know, first time Sony Michelle fumbles and he goes to Siberia for three weeks. You know, we never right. see, we don't see him on the field. I can see that happening because that's what Belichick does. You know. <laughs> right. You know, I, I, I'm a believer there. I do want to talk a little bit about the wide receivers and, and what other positions are on the board. Uh, and there's cause there's a couple guys. There. Um, yeah. And there is, you know, still a standout quarterback, right? Mahomes on the board. Uh, oh no, he just got taken. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, got taken the pick right before us. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that would have been actually not a bad pick for the fifth round. Um, but I think we could go back two wide receivers if we look at the wide receivers real quickly here is we got to make our decision um you know tyler boyd ty hilton they both offer top 40 value and we're at pick 50 so that's like a full round of value from those guys um you got players like jarvis landry sterling shepherd their their reaches they will probably be available in the next round hilton and boyd are the two choices here even even with Brissett, i do like hilton and you look at yeah. value and work score they're back to back on your software so it's really just a matter of um who you like more i think i think hilton, we got to take hilton i think we got to take him right here yeah yeah let's go ahead and we'll draft him okay yeah. awesome let's move on let's go let's go on to the sixth and seventh round here so sixth and seventh round here's who it's here's who the app is recommending jarvis landry Austin Hooper, Baker Mayfield, Austin Hooper, going back to tight ends, um, you know, tight ends, Austin Hooper, you know, he's not a guy 
that I would normally consider, especially this early in the draft. But right. because of that half point bonus on the PPR, his right. value rank is 60th overall. We're, we're going to be a pick 71 on the next pick. That's good value. He's, he's a good value option at this point in the draft yep. and certainly and comparable to a lot of these wide receivers that are available on, as well. Just looking at his stats, one and a half extra points per catch. He caught 71 balls last year. That's, uh, huge. that's a lot of catches. For it is. So. <laughs> it makes a big difference. I, I think people tend to underestimate the impact of just a small change in the point schedule going from half point PPR to full point PPR. You think, oh, it's not that good. It's not, it doesn't make that much of a difference. It makes an enormous difference yep. in the value of the players. And, and the yep. value ranks on my app just show it just straight up that you know, that's what you need to look at. Uh, we could also look at running backs on this round. Uh, you can see like the best running backs. We got Coleman, we got Eckler as a long shot. I, I actually like Eckler as an option uh, just because the potential Gordon holdout, which I do not think is going to be resolved by week one. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but you look at players like Freeman, Hines, McCoy, these guys offer terrible, terrible value in this league because they don't catch a lot of balls and, 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 you know, someone like Royce Freeman, value rank 134. We're at pick 71. That's a terrible choice. Just on value, you're losing all sorts of value by taking someone like that. Yep. Um, That's the name of the game is finding value and making sure that you are not losing value throughout your draft. If you're losing value throughout your draft, you're, you're already behind the game starting your season. So right. that's, that's the whole point of, of your software. The whole point of this algorithm is to make sure that when you're going through the draft, you are getting value and that you are ensuring your team it's it's a numbers game baby like you got to make sure you're setting yourself up for success and obviously there's a lot of things to consider and 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 fantasy can be kind of a crapshoot but not really it's a numbers game most of the time um it's going to fall somewhere within the you know that that spectrum i i like to kind of um this is perfect because we have like a little bit of a disaster scale now that uh, there's a hurricane barreling towards my state right now. Oh, that's right. Oh, geez, um, man. Uh, I'm going to use fantasy algorithm here. It's a cone, right? There's a, there's a, uh, an outcome that can, this is the highest extreme extreme. This is the lowest extreme and our projections are in the middle of that. And that's kind of how, um, your software and fantasy football analysis in general should work. We want to get the best values. Here's the range of outcomes for these players. And most of the time it's going to fall within that range. You got to play the game. You can't run based on outliers and take things to the extreme and not get values, right? You play with the values, be water, flow with the draft. And, and most of the time that'll win you your leagues. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I hear you there. So um, I just checked. Eckler is gone, but I did queue up some players. So I queued up um, Shepard and Landry for wide receivers, Hooper as a tight end, Vance McDonald as a tight end, and Tevin Coleman. So um, these guys are all relatively good value, but Tevin Coleman, again, not great. You know, his value ranked 97th, you know, so he's overvalued by like two rounds relative to his draft position. So I'm not – I'm not I'm really inclined to want to go for someone before like Before we take one of these tight uh, running backs, yeah, um, I'm not opposed 
to getting another tight end here. There's two guys on this board that are probably going to catch volume passes this year, which is what we're looking for. Because remember, it's a point and a half per reception for tight ends. We're not just talking about, hey, everybody's getting a point. We're talking about an extra another half a point for every catch for these tight ends that you have to factor in. It adds up. So if you're talking about, you're, you're talking about, for a guy last year like Austin Hooper, that's an extra 37, 38 points that he was going to get. Um, another guy for me on this list that I think uh, should be in consideration is Jared Cook because I think he's going to catch a lot of passes in that offense. I he's going think to he be might potential. already be gone, though. Let okay. me see. Oh, he's still there. Boy, okay. I, if he makes it to us, that's going to be a steal because he was supposed to go in the prior round Yes, um, 68 catches last year on 101 targets. I see very similar numbers there, but I think you factor in some additional um, red zone looks for him in that offense. I think might be uh, it might put him uh, slightly ahead of Austin Hooper in this format. Uh, for yeah, and, and he just got taken. <laughs> course he did so i'm not surprised you know if we wanted if we wanted jerry cook we should have taken him on the last round is what what it comes down to that's fine um, but still, you're right i mean his value rank is well his value rank is 62 so it's not as good as you would think um relative to the draft position it's not very good so austin hooper has has as much value as he does in this format because you know cook will probably catch more yards but hooper will probably catch more passes so correct Yep. So we could totally go with Hooper here. Nice value. We get nearly a full round of value because we're at pick 71. And, um, you know, he, his value rank is 60th. So um, if by, by looking here, uh, Hooper, his value rank is 60th. So, yeah, it's like a full round of value by taking him. In this so, format, I love playing Hooper here at our first flex. And then we'll just – we'll be very flexible – with our other flex position. I'm sorry to do that. I apologize. <laughs> um, and we'll just see what's the best value that comes to us. But it seems like Austin Hooper is probably the best one here. I'm all for that. Is it our pick? Um, just about. So where do we want to go from here? So again, you know, the running back choices are not great. Um, wide receivers, though, we do have some good options. You know, wide receivers, Jarvis Landry, value rank 57. So, again, good value relative to the draft position. I like it. Um, is Shepard still on the board? Oh, I'm sorry. Land, I'm sorry. Jarvis Landry's gone. Shepard is still on the board. So, Shepard's value, 61st. So, again, very, very good value. Um, Robbie uh, Anderson Andrew. also is a good choice. Um, what about the running backs on the board? I just want to take a quick look. I want to see what your score is for guys like, oh, man, did he just go? Did Tariq Cohen just go? Um, yeah, Tariq Cohen did just go. Oh, and Sterling Shepard just went to. Oh, look, Landry is still on the board. Okay. Landry's a great choice. Good value there. Um, you look at these other guys. Again, we were just talking about this. These guys, I mean, Drake does, but Drake's injured. But um, Freeman, Penny, Murray – Barber, these guys aren't going to catch any passes. They're, they're just not valuable in this league. I like the idea of going with Landry at this point because, um, again, full round of value by taking him, and he's a solid flex play for sure. Okay, we have a pick coming up in two picks, right? We could probably still get Hooper back. No, actually, we're on the back end of the pick. We're going to have another. Okay, we so already I'm took Go Hooper. ahead, I'm going to take him because we are Sorry, almost out of time here. here. Yes, so we got, we got both <laughs> Hooper and Landry in the last two picks. 
that's pretty nice. Now, okay, now like for the next round, we can look at some high upside running backs because there are some options in the eighth and ninth round that we should seriously look at. Matt Breida got a nice upgrade today because I don't think Jarrett McKinnon's going to play this year. It does not right. look like he is ready to Still go. Yeah. Darwin Thompson, a high upside Kansas City running back that uh, should anything anything happen to uh, um, Damian Williams, man, talk about an RB1 in your pocket. Um, Daryl Henderson, who is going to be spelling Gurley a lot. I think he has good standalone value. Hey, guys, I'm going to interrupt Christian and Jimmy here just for a minute to tell you a little bit about Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Guys, if uh, you've ever had trouble or issues shaving, uh, I'm going to be completely uh, explicit here. If you ever had issues shaving your balls, um, I would suggest you check out this uh, Lawnmower 2.0. I have it. Christian has it. I know John has it. We all use it, and it is really easy to use. Basically, change the game. Uh, if you don't believe me, just go read all the reviews on and online. It's crazy. Uh, it really has changed the game because they have no nick technology and all that good stuff. Uh, so don't forget, manscaped.com. If you use promo code ESF, you get uh, you get free shipping. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really good stuff. Check it out. Okay. Let's quickly okay. recap our, our team so far for our listeners so, I can, sure. uh, so they can follow along here a little bit. Um, at the running back position, we've got two guys. We've got Kamara and Philip Lindsay. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty top heavy there, but Lindsay should um, catch some passes. Mike Evans at the wide receiver one. Again, we've got an elite guy who's going to catch a ton of passes, have a lot of yards, and an offense that's going to just throw the ball, I think, more than more, for a higher percentage at least than anybody else in the league. Um, T.Y. Hilton, which we have yet to see what he does without uh, luck. Zach Ertz. And Austin Hooper uh, at the tight end and flex position in a one and a half point bonus for tight ends. And then Jarvis Landry um, is our first bench or flex, depending on uh, what we're doing week to week with uh, Hooper. Um, that's a great potential, you know, wide receiver too. Should uh, Hilton fall off flex position? Should we not be able to start Hooper or bye week fill in? So it's a very good start. I really agree with you here. I think we definitely. Um, put ourselves in a position we have to look at running back a little more and kind of swing for the fences in the next pick. So um, there are limited options, but I, I would potentially cue guys um, like Darwin Thompson, like you mentioned, Matt Breida is an uh, uh, Thompson. Sorry, um, Matt Breida is an option, um, and I'm really not opposed to at least taking a look at the Miami running backs. I know, I know it's not sexy. Um, <laughs> I know it's actually. <sighs> I mean, really, do you take a chance on Drake? I mean, I, that's the thing. He is still on the board, still falling in value. Or do you go with Balage, who I think is going to be, he's got all the upside. He's been playing the whole preseason. Right. He is the one. I mean, uh, you know, the, I'm just like thinking Ballage we could get. We can get him a little bit later. He's still going late. Um, if they trade away Drake, though, he's going to skyrocket up the board. He's probably going to be, you know, sixth or seventh round if that happens. Uh, but, oh, look, and, and um, Drake just got taken. So we don't need to worry about that anyway. Oh, thank God. They make the decision <laughs> for me. But uh, Sometimes I'd rather a player that I'm thinking about be taken so I don't have to make the decision. Right. Yeah. Can you oh, enjoy okay. And Brita just got taken too. It's almost back to us. But okay. look, Darwin Thompson and Daryl Henderson are still on the board. Tony Pollard also is actually going to be on the list for the next round, but he is certainly a, 
a great choice, man. I mean, I don't, they're saying now Zeke's going to be sit, is going to sit six weeks. That is, you have an RB one for six weeks. That is huge to get at this point in the draft. Um, certainly he's worth the pick as well. I think I'm going to move, I got to move him up on the board because I, I think just that news coming out is going to, is going to push him up even farther. Yeah. And we haven't looked at any quarterbacks just yet. There's still plenty of guys on the board. Camp Newton still on the board. Carson. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's look here. So, yeah. Uh, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. There's just so many guys on the board. We can still wait. Yeah. And we can get really late like a Phillip Rivers, and I'll be just fine with that. So, let's go ahead. We'll get Darwin with our like first it. pick. Yes. And you want to get Henderson or Pollard uh, because I, I think they're both good. Um, I think Pollard, obviously, short-term, he's super valuable, <laughs> you know? I have a quick question. What yeah. is your software outlook on Rashad Penny? Because I think he's still on the board, um, and he's a guy that I just – I don't know what to do with this year. All right. Uh, well, it is it is I almost mean, back to us. Oh, you know what? It looks like he's gone. It looks like he was taken. Just, he just went. Um, but I'm not big on him. And, you know, they've been talking his role is going to shrink on this offense. It's Chris Carson's show. Right. I'm not really thrilled with the idea. I mean, obviously, Chris Carson has durability issues, so if he if he does get injured, you know, you've got some upside there. But I just don't think it's enough um, for what I'm seeing. Uh, what do you think, Henderson or Paul? Because I think Henderson has standalone value, even if Gurley stays healthy. Uh, but certainly, the upside of the Rams' offense, I say we just go with Henderson. Number probably number two offense in the league this year, yeah. um, behind Kansas City, in my opinion. Uh, definitely top five, no matter what way you slice it. So right. um, you're going to get touchdowns. It might be a little erratic, but you're going to get scoring throughout the year with Henderson, regardless of what happens with Gurley. Yeah. I, I think that's a good choice. So we, we beefed up our, our running backs a little bit, got some high upside guys. I think that's really good. Uh, we should definitely look at a quarterback for this next round because we don't want to wait too long. Um, you can actually see my app is recommending Lamar Jackson this round. I love Lamar Jackson, certainly a nice safe floor with that guy and the upside of that offense. I'm very excited to see what that offense can do this year. Um, and a great guy. We get him in the 10th round. That is, that is fantastic value for, for the potential upside of this player. Um, but you got, you got Brady Goff's a long shot. Kyler Murray's a long shot. Mitch Trubisky. I'm not really interested in at all. Um, but there's some decent options here. Do you have a favorite? Um, I, I would love to go back to the availability board. I, I just keep finding myself taking a lot of Phillip Rivers. Um, I'm, I'm still okay with Russell Wilson, even though he's not using his legs as much as he used to. And then I kind of play into a little bit of the mindset that Jameis Winston might be decent this year. Um, Maybe I'm just a fan of a team that's going to throw the ball a crap ton. Right. Um, so, uh, Will, uh, on this list, uh, is Cam still there? Cam is still on the board. I doubt he makes it back to us. We've right. got a long way to go before our next pick. Yeah. Um, but look, and, and uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, of course, I was talking about it. See, I can't talk about these players during a draft because they disappear then on me. That yeah. bums me out. But, um, you know, Prescott – is still on the board. Prescott's going to end up as a top 10 quarterback again. He's never been out. To, he's, he's always been a top 10 quarterback. And um, it's a good offense. I mean, they're going to be good. And they got a great schedule. You know, I mean, I think they're going to be very effective. Uh, Rivers, of course, is a little bit later. We could probably wait another round to go for Rivers if we wanted to. Um, I got it. We got a, a 
a chart on our website that just shows you the um, the finishes made, made by John Chapman. Um, the finishes every year, just outlined numbers, very easy to read, and it tells you where uh, each player has finished at their position. Um, you know, for the last, uh, I think it goes back to 2012. Um, Dak Prescott in his three years in the league, six, ten, and ten. He's been a top ten quarterback three straight years, and he's never drafted there. Right, right, and, and uh, <laughs> I, I think that that could be a good option if he makes it back to us. Um, I just put Ballage and Terrell Williams also on the queue. Um, let's. I don't let's hate uh, Russell Wilson there either. Russell Wilson, a top. Obviously, he the you know didn't finish you know, a top three quarterback like he did three of the four previous seasons. Um, but he hasn't finished outside the top 12, I think, since his rookie year. Let me let me just quickly, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven straight years as a top 12 quarterback. Um, I don't know what people are missing here. Like, <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think it's just it's a, a, a super low pass volume. There's not yeah. any really good receivers on that team. Their yeah, run first offense. He doesn't run that much. You know, he used to run a lot more, and he doesn't anymore. Um, yeah. But we're only a year removed from you know a top two finish, and uh, you know last year top ten finish again. So I'm not sure. I'm on the let's dump Russell Wilson bandwagon like everybody else is. Right. Right. Um, well, Wilson is there. Now, for, for me, as far as Wilson goes, how do I have him? I mean, um, the, uh, I think the upside you know, is, is a available. little cap. Literally, normally is here. He usually goes at around pick 104. Higher level. I just don't have him rated very well just because of these negatives. And he signed a big contract. That was the other thing. He signed a big contract in the offseason. So I, I, I think what we can do, because my favorites are already gone, you know, uh, um, once Lamar Jackson came up, I think we can wait till the next round grab rivers or cousins i think we'll be fine with we those do need guys. more running backs i'm sorry like i love i'm very happy with evans hilton landry um i want to continue to swing for the fences at the running back position and yeah, get and look, pollard is still on the board I mean, if he makes it back one. to us that'd be awesome um looking Adjust at some the of these other guys nice. um you know, singletary you know, Singletary certainly. Oh, Justice Hill. I love yes. Justice Hill. That's a super high upside. Damien Harris I already talked about because I'm big on him. So if we could Pollard get either Pollard or Hill here, I, if we could get both, I'd be happy to continue to wait at quarterback. I'm not kidding on that one. Yeah. It's a 12-team league. I'll take any of the top 15 guys. Sure, sure. So uh, let's take Pollard. That He's an RB1, man, for the start of the season. I think I think that's a great choice. Um, uh who, who do you want to take Hill? Are, are you up on Hill for the next pick? Because I, I love Hill. Yes, I, I will take Hill as well. All right, cool. That'll be great. So and then we um, kind of we have uh, elite RB one, a in my opinion shaky RB two, but we balance that out with four or five guys who can any of them can break out and be the guy for half or the whole season. Um, and if we do that, we're rock solid at you know the critical position in fantasy football, the running back position. Uh, couple that with an elite wide receiver in Mike Evans, an elite tight end in Zach Ertz, and serviceable guys like Jarvis Landry, T.Y. Hilton, Austin Hooper. That works. That's the strategy here. You wait Absolutely. on quarterback. You figure that crap out, and you're good. Um, so, yeah, and don't forget, you know, like we've got Pollard, and Pollard is 
my RB2 <laughs> immediately. I mean, Lindsey immediately gets downgraded to the third running back on this team until Zeke right. comes back. Uh, so, you know, there is super value there for the running backs. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we got a nice deep receiver core. Uh, we're, we're very good on, on wide receivers right now. Well, we got – hold on. We only have three? I guess we've only taken three so far? Wow, that's we're actually less than three. Uh, but I'm comfortable with those three. Um, I don't mind looking at another guy if you want to steer away from Justice Hill um, or if, if you want – but – Well, if we look at Terrell Williams – We're going to be flexing tight end a lot. I'm not – or running backs a lot. I'm not super worried about only having three super solid guys. Yeah, and, and, and Terrell – I love the upside of Terrell Williams for a, for a wide receiver because he's playing opposite Antonio Brown. Uh, I've been telling people I think he's got uh, he's got Michael Crabtree upside on that offense, and so I I think he you know I I, I kind of passing on Hill, but I think we're we're really good on running backs right now, okay. and they just have a little bit more depth. The wide receivers is going to be much needed here, so I'm I'm going to take Terrell on this pick as a depth play. Gotcha. Um, I want somebody on your queue list here. Upside. That's what I'm looking at him. I, I think he has wide receiver upside. Can you tell me if MVS is still available for your queue list for next round? Uh, let's take a look here. I think he might be gone. Oh, man. Um, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. We would have needed to take him. Um, That's all right. Here. Yeah, he was on your software for I last round. round but as a... was for wide receivers. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was gone to the eighth, ninth pick. So, um, Unfortunately. Yeah, but that's all right. I mean – the four receivers we got are great receivers right now. I'm very happy with that crew. So we definitely need to get our quarterback. So let's let's get uh, let's get our quarterback queued up. And uh, look, Russell Wilson still is got still Wilson on, on the board. board. Still got Winston on the board. Rivers on. Oh the no, board. he's gone. He's just gone. <laughs> but just Rivers and Cousins are both there. I think they're both great. Three minutes and then. <laughs> yeah. Um. But let's look here and and. Um, you know, who knows? Hill, Hill might make it back to us. It actually has Hill listed as one of the recommended players on the 12th, 13th round. So um, he Strategy. might be back to us, Let's would be look great. At the, the guy that picks the two picks between us, does he have a quarterback already? That's a good question. Um, let's hear the That's crown what over. I would do here. Yeah, the guy's name is Crown Over. Just pay. Okay, he's so got he's Mahomes. Got, yeah, he's, he's got not Mahomes. taking another quarterback. No, he doesn't need to. So let's – this pick, our first pick, let's take whoever we want and then worry about the quarterback. All right. That's how you – Now, what happens if Rivers gets taken? Because it looks like Cousins just got taken. He did get uh, taken. Who's still on the board at quarterback? Let's see here. Winston. Uh, Winston. Winston would be all right. I like yeah. the upside of Darnold. Um, I think, uh, think that would be a good choice. It's um, getting thin. It is getting thin, but Rivers and Winston are both still there. Yeah. If one of them goes, then we just pull the trigger. Oh, and of course, Hill just got taken, man, just now. <laughs> uh, so Hill got taken. I, I think it's okay. Oh, Singletary's still on the board. Singletary's still on the board. I, I like the idea of taking Justin him. Jackson is still on the board with Melvin Gordon issue still going on. I, I've been taking him in a bunch of leagues. Uh, I took him last night in my league of record. I like Justin Jackson quite a bit, depending on what happens with that situation. I guess I'm um, just not sure he's going to catch enough passes. That's the big issue that I have with him. Fair enough. Pass catch um, is going to go to Eckler, you know? All of them. 
Yeah, if if Gordon's out, Eckler's definitely gets a pass catch bump. Um, do you want to just go ahead and take our quarterback here? Yeah, let's and just take Rivers. I think let's just, let's a bunch just, of guys in the same tier. Yeah, let's take our guy. Don't want to get sniped on that, and then have to go with with you know Darnold. You know, I mean that 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 would not make me comfortable. Um, but uh, let's see here. So, uh, Damian Harris uh, is one that I do like, and getting this getting him this late is is such a steal. I think he's going to have playable value during this season at some point because uh, I don't think Sony Michelle is going to be able to make it. So I love the idea of taking him. You like Justin Jackson? Um, any opinion at all about Ronald Jones? Uh, I... <laughs> That's my opinion too. <laughs> They're not going to run the ball a lot. Yeah. He has been incredibly disappointing after a stellar college career. I don't know why he can't learn pass blocking. He's like allergic to it. Um, he has not looked good yet again. But if he's free, I think I took him in my second to last pick last night. Did you? Now, where are we on our picks? We've got – well, we got – Two more what picks on the bench. Uh, but, uh, look, Singletary's still there. Harris, I got no Jackson. problem taking him. How many uh, bench spots do we have left? We have two bench spots left. Two bench spots. So if we get a guy like Ronald Jones with our bench, last bench spot or second to last bench spot, I'm fine with that because there's no risk. I like Justin Jackson there as well. Damian Harris, I don't mind. Um, I'll give you a guy that I think we should look at. Um, potentially okay 20 seconds back to the lead format um i would take one of the running backs here one of those three guys whichever one i'm gonna take harris just because i I love harris's upside this year so um i'm gonna start talking about our last pick here a guy that we could get for free and i have no idea where your software is just a guy that i want to talk about uh just looking at the numbers if you go to the the tight ends available on on the uh draft uh board Oh sure, we could absolutely take another tight end. Oh my gosh, Mark Andrews is still Mark on the Andrews board. Is still there, Eric and Ebron is still there. Obviously, with what's happened in that yeah. situation, Olson. A lot Martin, of those guys Walker, might not be here in in a league like the FFPC, where a lot of people are paying attention tomorrow when you're drafting. Yeah, I'm going to give you a name for tomorrow when it gets deep and you don't know who to take anymore. Okay, and Aaron Waller in Oakland. Waller. He's going to slide into a position. Obviously, they've got Brown there now, but he's going to slide into a position where Jared Cook had over 100 targets last year. Um, I don't think he'll get that many, but if we're talking about your third tight end in a league where you can flex one and it's a point and a half per reception, yeah, he's a guy that you can take a risk on as your very last pick and, and could work out. Obviously, there's other guys that are ranked way ahead of him still available here that I would probably take here and take a third tight end and see how that works out. Now is Wall isn't Waller a rookie though? Uh that's a good question. I don't know actually. I, I think he is availability of targets and not his actual talent. <laughs> that's a good question, man. Um, um okay, hold on here. I got I can look it I up. I don't believe so. No, it's okay, it's his fourth season. Wow. Okay, so it's a guy yeah, it's been in the think, league for a long time. You never heard of him before, anything. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's ever done anything, but he's the um, he's oh, kind he of there. Like taken? I think he got he, he got sniped. Yep, Did he, he really? got taken. 
Reed got taken too. Andrews I feel like they can taken. hear us talking. Obviously, people are looking at the tight ends here at the end because there's so many on the board. Now, I do not expect this to happen in the draft tomorrow because the, these players are so valuable. I mean, Olsen's also a great choice at this point in the draft. Just huge value at pick 167 with that, with that um, catching bonus. Um, Chris Herndon is another one that I've actually been targeting. I mean, obviously he's suspended for the first four games, but he's a major part of that offense. I think he's going to step right in once he, once that, uh, you know, once that suspension is over, he's going to be very effective on a week to week basis. Right. Okay. So, I mean, what is your, what is your projections here say for the tight end still available? Ebron Olsen. Herndon. Well, you know what? I'm just going to exit draft mode. We'll just look at all that. We'll just look at the tight ends. So um, Olsen's value rank is 95th overall. That's why I don't expect him to be there. Um, Ebron, 110th overall. So he's not that great. Jimmy Graham, 87th overall. That's pretty good. Um, see, Waller, I have at 138th with, with this scoring system. These guys aren't really, uh, aren't really thrilling me because of that. Uh, I would I would take either Ebron or Olsen here. Um, Herndon's not bad, but you got to wait for him to get back. Like I said, I just think that all those guys would be gone. Uh, these guys would definitely be gone by this point in the draft with those bonuses. So I'm going to take who I think would most likely be available, which would be Chris Herndon. Um, I'll take him as our third tight end. All right. I think so let's read out this team as, uh, as we go. Defense and special teams still. Yeah. So, real quick, do you have any particular defense that you really like, uh, especially for uh, early in the season? Ravens um, is a good one. Uh, I got to look at the Chargers schedule, but I like that def- I like that team as a yeah. whole this year. They have a uh, terrible schedule. <laughs> uh, I'm not yeah, that's. Uh, that's I think a good I, one. for me, I think the Eagles and the Cowboys, the Cowboys both have great early seasons that have just like a ridiculously good starting schedule. They play uh, the New York Giants. The Miami Dolphins, they play yeah, Washington. Skins. Um, they play some of the worst offensive lines in football. I'm going to um, take Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love I love the Cowboys, man. I, I was disappointed. I actually did an a Instagram league uh, draft last weekend. And I, actually, it was about two weeks ago at this point. And um, I was so disappointed when someone took uh, the Cowboys early. I, I was so sure I was going to be able to get them. And I didn't, and so I'm I'm playing the Broncos week one, but uh, it just kind of disappointed me that I missed out on on Dallas for that particular uh, draft. And then the the throwaway pick, the kicker. So we'll just go with I don't know Chargers Crosby. kicker. <laughs> Who Crosby? Crosby. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Green Bay or Tavecchio. Tavecchio is one I've been getting in almost every draft I've been taking, just because. Plays in a dome on a good offense. Yeah. That's the kind and, uh, of that whole division. Play, you know, you're not only are you playing in the South, but you're also playing in domes for the most parts. Right, right. Like there's yeah. no weather to account for ever. Yeah, Atlanta has like what twelve games a season in a dome. I mean, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty good. So cool. Well, let, let's review the team. Let's 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 review the right. whole shebang. So we got so Philip Rivers at quarterback. I'm mm-hmm. super okay with that. Uh running backs, Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay, uh Darwin Thompson, Daryl Henderson, uh Tony Pollard, and Damian Harris. So we kind of swung for the fences quite a bit with the the bench spots there, which is what you need to do. Especially if you have Kamara starting at the one. That RB2 is the position that you just want to swing for the fences a lot of times. So I, I'm good with that. Mike Evans is a wide receiver one should be rock solid. 
Our wide receiver two is the one that we're going to have to figure out throughout throughout the season with T.Y. Hilton, Jarvis Landry, um, and Williams. Um, so we'll we I feel comfortable that we'll do that. And then our tight end, beautiful with Zach Ertz and Austin Hooper at the tight end position. And Chris Happy Herndon. There. Huh? And Chris Herndon. We're good. We're we're really good with tight ends. So we have no issue in the in a league that is tight end premium we are going to win that position almost every single week. And also with our first three picks, we've got the number four most valuable player, the number 12 most valuable player, and the number 13 most valuable player in this particular league. So that is an amazing early round advantage that we got two players that were that highly ranked at pick 24 and 26. So that is just, or 25, right? Uh, no, 26, right. 26. What so, I'd love to amazing do. Amazing value, man. If this, if this happens tomorrow, I'm going to be just giddy. <laughs> you're going to need new pants after the draft. Um, so what I'd love to do, man, is take this, this, uh, these numbers, the value numbers, and, and just kind of take that and score out, hey, you are plus at the end of the draft. Let's, you just you know, gave our pick number versus the value. Take that and see how much value we're getting in this mock or in this draft and actually start playing it out for the rest of the season. Look at our value and just best ball it versus values of other teams and and compare it because I'm sure that that will kick ass when we look at our value versus others and, and are able to then take that and play season long and look at values throughout the season and make sure that we're that's what fantasy is all about. You got to get the values. You got to know what players are worth and, uh, and when you're getting a steal. Right. Absolutely. And, and actually my app can do that. If uh, at the end, I sometimes do this where I just pull up all the players and you can remove players from the list. So you can just go through the list and you can just start removing the players that you didn't get. And so if we go to Evans, where are you Evans? There you are. Evans and then Ertz. So you can see right there, um, value rank for, oh wait, I, I, hold on. That's Keenan Allen. That's the wrong one. Wait a minute. Let me go to the bottom of the list. Find Evans. Where the heck did you go, Evans? Um, I think you said 12. Why am I not seeing him? There he is, but you can undo it. You can put him back. You you can then put him back on the list. Uh, but I, what I do is I just choose all my players. So Kamara, Evans, and Ertz is our top three picks. Value rank four, value rank twelve, value rank thirteen. That is huge value relative to their draft position. So those were that was an absolute score, and I'm hoping something like that happens tomorrow. Uh, but uh, that's all you need to do. It just takes a little bit of time for me to do it, and we're, we're on the live video right now. But I could certainly uh, snap a screenshot and show it to you after, uh, you know, after we stop recording. Beautiful. All right. We'll do exactly that. We will be sharing this, uh, all of this on our social media, on our Twitter, at EatSleepFF, on Instagram, um, on our website, EatSleepFantasy.com. But if you want to take a closer look at Jimmy Maverick's software at his website, make sure to check out fantasyfootballmaverick.com. Right there you have his app, the My Perfect Fantasy Draft. You can use our promo code, 
uh, ESF, correct, is our promo code that we're using with you? I'll tell you what, I just, uh, I, I didn't have it active right now, but I can certainly activate it for your listeners. So you yep. can take $3 off the subscription to the app. It's a one-year subscription, unlimited access. You can use it on as many fantasy drafts as you're in. And it's, as you can see, it has lots of customizable features that you can use, including multiple different um, uh, league point schedules. You can even create your own custom point schedule, which I have to do for a couple of my leagues. Um, and there's uh, there's player filters as well that you can remove players based on certain criteria. So you set the player criteria, and if the player doesn't meet it, it will eliminate that player from the list. Very, very handy to do instead of trying to memorize stats of 250 different players. So you just did um, it. You, you put the league with a tight end, a one-and-a-half PPR. Like, it was no problem. The software spit out a take uh, Zach Ertz here because you're getting a huge value. And that's exactly what we talked about before the draft. And this was, uh, this AI was uh, scary enough to, <laughs> to, to, to do the right thing right off the bat. So yeah, check that out. Fantasyfootballmaverick.com promo code ESF. It normally would cost you 10 bucks. It goes down to six ninety five. If you're playing in any type of league that has any kind of buy-in, pay the damn seven bucks and win your draft. It's so important. You know, I, I say that as success in fantasy football is 50% the draft, 30% managing your team during the season, and 20% luck. And if you nail your draft, your season will go so much better overall. Regardless of what happens, you'll be in a much stronger position because, you know, again, going for those value players, um, they will be week in, week out, per, outperforming your team, you know, outperforming for your team helping you against your opponents. And then also, uh, you know, we, we swung for the fences with some of those guys. You know, let's say Darwin Thompson is named the starter, uh, you know, by week three. I could then dangle out Philip Lindsay for a trade uh, and, and try to improve my team that way, go for a better quarterback or something like that. So it, it just uh, it gets you a good draft, sends you into the league with a, a position of strength against all your opponents. And that's why it's so important. Absolutely. All right. That's pretty much going to do it for us. Uh, Jimmy, anywhere else that our listeners can find you at besides fantasyfootballmaverick.com? Well, yeah, on, uh, on YouTube, I do have a, a page on YouTube that uh, you can subscribe to. I do a ton of mock drafts. There's a ton on there. Um, I'm a little fatigued on mock drafts right now. I just want to get to my regular drafts now because <laughs> I've been doing it for like two months nonstop. Right? But I, I also put strategy in there and, and tips and hints. And once we get into the season, I'm probably going to do a, a wrap-up, looking at players to, to target, players to trade for, you know, stuff like that. We'll, we'll, be, we'll be continuously posting in there. Um, and uh, I definitely invite your viewers to go and check that out and um, uh, become a subscriber. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for, for Jimmy and myself. Uh, see you on the next episode. Thank you very much, Christian. I, uh, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy. Uh Eat, sleep, fantasy.
All right, guys, Dale here again to tell you about Nitrogen Sports, the number one Bitcoin betting site on the planet, on the Internet, uh, wherever you can get um, access to the World Wide Web. Nitrogen Sports, uh, you can basically bet on everything you want, everything from, I, I don't know if they have bowling, actually. I was going to say bowling, but I don't want to misrepresent them. But I know they have crazy stuff like cricket and other sports I never heard of, baseball, football, all that stuff. If you guys go, uh, it's all based off Bitcoin, so it's easy to take your money in and out. If you guys are familiar with betting online, you know that it's a pain in the butt sometimes uh, to you know get around and get your money back and all that stuff. You wait for overseas checks. This isn't the case here. You guys bet. If you win, you can withdraw your Bitcoin, take it out as cash, or trade your friends in Bitcoin later. All that good stuff. Uh, don't forget, go to our website, click on the banner. Uh, that's how you get there. You click on the banner on our website. It takes you there. You get in the free NFL survivor pools, like I talked about a little bit earlier. You get in the secret pool. Um, uh, secret pool kind of sounds uh, sounds like a good time, actually. But um, NFL survivor pool is what you want to do. So check it out. Go to our website. Click on the banner. Uh, sign up and uh, win some free money.